Hey everybody, it's Monica. Just wanted to jump in real quick before this episode to say that if you are thoroughly enjoying Bonus Experience and you want to support us, it would be really, really helpful if you would go to iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, wherever, and leave us a five-star review and tell everyone just how great and funny you think we all are. That'll help us get visibility and I'll help more people enjoy our show. Please like us, please subscribe to us, please leave a good review, and thank you very much and enjoy today's episode story that everyone has to put all this energy into Can you is that my... your cat yeah it is she is she's going hello she is talking to something in the closet oh no i hate when that happens oh there's a spider okay oh okay i was like it's better than something invisible <laughs> you know i can see there's a spider okay hello yeah no that's her hellowing it that <laughs> spider um anyway Okay. All right. Um, all right. Yeah. How was your day? Pretty good. How was your day? Uh, I worked. Yeah, I was having yeah. a real bad ADHD day. Yeah. 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 It Feel was one that. Of those, one of those days where, like, you don't want to wake up. Everything is fucked. Everybody sucks. No. You don't really know why, but you want to justify ripping someone's head off. No. It's not a very good Fred Durst. I'm going to probably I'm do better than gonna that. I'm going to no-sell your Fred Durst. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, Someone needs to stop my bullshit. <laughs> uh, it was funny, but I'm going to no-sell it. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Right. Um, no, no, no. I was just, I didn't have a brain today. Do you ever have an ADHD, ADHD day where you like, well, I can't read. Yeah. Um, and I can't think uh-huh uh, yeah and i have a job that requires me to do both mm-hmm. so i um guess i'll I sh- die yeah guess i'll <laughs> die guess i'll work really slowly is what mm-hmm. happened because i also have to like not make mistakes <laughs> the the cleanly not cleanliness but like accuracy of my work is part of the thing metrics oh and yeah so yeah. i need to like not fuck up basic shit I've mm-hmm. been there too long to fuck up basic shit, and I, I like I'm like, well, sometimes my brain doesn't work, and I am a kindergartner, <laughs> a and, six and foot tall, thirty three year old kindergartner. A lot of places don't let you just call in dumb for the day. Yeah, no, you my I'm at a very forgiving, very kind place now. Um, and they would let me call in dumb for the day. Oh, nice. But I have a limited amount of PTO. <laughs> you have a limited amount of dumb days. <laughs> yeah, I don't have separate <laughs> sick days. Mm. And the PTO has to go to several conventions. And I realized I'm actually tight on it because I constantly overbook myself because I don't know how to organize my time. Mm, okay. All right. Uh, yep. That has nothing to do with the ADHD. No, not at all. <laughs> um, oh yes the belching experience <laughs> <laughs> margaret you can you know experience. you know where to to sync up the two recordings because <laughs> we our both burp, burp at in harmony the same time <laughs> <laughs> just making it easy on you margaret yeah mine's an ice cream burp i'm not drinking anything right now Oh, okay. I ran I'm of, drinking something carbonated because I hate everyone listening to this podcast. I <laughs> ran out of beer. 
That's terrible. Yeah, I couldn't solve this. How could such a thing happen? Yeah, I drank it all. Oh, yeah, that doesn't. Yeah, yeah that I happens, took huh? I took my last one to game with me last night. Oh, nice a game beer. Yeah, it was a game beer. All right, what are we doing? Today? Yeah, um, I guess it's my turn to sort of interview you, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, this will be great because I'm just ki- coming down from some sort of mystery flu cold all right so i can already feel like my voice is way up in my sinuses cool and i will occasionally be muting myself because you because i have to cough coughing oh okay it's rough buddy and i don't want to you know i'll, I'll belch in the microphone don't get me wrong <laughs> coughing coughing is straight coughing. straight out yeah if you if you belch we'll rate it and or make fun of you if you mm. cough we're just concerned oh thank you Welcome. Hey, this is Bonus Experience. Hey! Welcome to the bodily function hour. Oh, boy. <laughs> but we could, we could also be called a podcast that takes a deeper look at the play experience and the finer details of running and writing games. Hey, uh, we swear. And we belch. And, <laughs> and we cough, cough. and sneeze. Um, all anyway, I'm mad about it. Hopefully before are... I do. Okay, yeah. Was gearing up to a fart joke there, but you know what? Forget about it. Oh, I'm Damn, Monica. I, oh, I pulled a fart joke. I'm Ray. <laughs> what the fuck are we doing? Oh yeah, so I don't yeah, know, but I think we're both on like weird brain days. We, I am having. The, <laughs> I couldn't talk on the way home. Like I was attempting to make conversation, and it was literally like I was drunk. <laughs> I used so many wrong words, and I was like. I was. I have a, a new coworker friend who's an old friend of mine, but now she's working with me now. And we were carpooling, and I was like, "Jesus fuck, Caitlin! I have to record a podcast tonight, and I just <laughs> used the word system when I meant situation." <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. That's forgivable. Like it is, but I was like, I use my at least words coming for up with a living. At least you're coming up with things that are actually words. When yeah, I can't I, think of the word, I have to break it down into like its component adjectives. Right? Do you horse? Can you hand me the long metal scooby thing? Yeah. You want a spoon, right? Yes, that is what. <laughs> thank you very much. <laughs> and I tell the boys too. Like sometimes I, and you know, as I also have a thyroid disorder, which adds to the brain fog to like already so i've already explained to the boys like sometimes i just have a brad a bad brain day and i i'll be talking to you but i won't be able to think of the word and i hope you'll be patient with me and the oldest is very patient he's a very kind sweet boy and the youngest is more like i guess more like me like he likes to laugh at other people <laughs> so anytime <laughs> i can't think of the word he's always like what are you doing <laughs> he's great he's they're both they're both little gremlins oh man so today we're going to talk about the opposite of last topic. This is running episodes in one shots. Yeah, instead of running the long form campaigns, which I'm pretty hideously bad at, um, I feel like I can at least speak to the experience of running episodes in one shots because I'm a lot more comfortable with that. I like to run one shots a lot. Um, considering it's like the easiest format to run for strangers, you think I maybe would have like done that at some point. <laughs> I've only run I've only run one shots for like people that I know. So I guess kind of, you know, take that into consideration when you're listening to like me ramble on in my nasally sick voice. Um my new year's resolution is to run a one shot or a few for strangers and there's a couple of really cool gaming conventions in Kansas City coming up this summer. So hopefully I'll be able to resolve that resolution 
resolves the res- yeah you know what i mean uh i've i've done the most dangerous version of this sort of one shot uh, for strangers thing um and that is run a playtest demo Oof. Uh, yeah for both a regular crowd like people who are just schmoes um and also for other professionals capital o capital p oh my god yep yeah like uh, you're it's making me sweaty just thinking about that <laughs> i'm a brave brave boy um <laughs> i've also run uh, a candid venture at gen con promoting an unfinished game oh yep uh, that was a thing um, that is a story for another time, perhaps another time that is not actively recording. But yeah, that's the thing I did, and I did it while wearing a costume. Uh, <laughs> nice. Yep. There's a lot of things I've I've done and can app- append the phrase while wearing a costume uh, to. In fact, I got a writing gig by talking to the head of uh, a publishing company I'm super fond of uh, while dressed up as one of their characters. So... <laughs> That's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. It's a pretty cool story. That's like the dream job interview. It sort of is. I, again, I will tell you this whole story when we are done recording. Okay. And I'm sure our, our audience is like, no, we want to hear about how you got a writing gig while cosplaying. But yeah, too bad. Yeah, that's like, <laughs> that's nerd fantasy. That's great. Yeah. I just show up doing the things that I love and someone goes, hey, let me pay you to do more of the things that you love. Yeah, it didn't quite check out like that. But yeah, that's, but yeah, yeah. that's that was the, the gist of it. So... Let's maybe. Oh, I guess sorry. we could. I guess we could talk about our actual topic. I realize that we're both. Yeah. We're both a little. Today. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah. Ugh. So I'm looking at on like, top of the boobly. Oh yeah, <laughs> the boobly. I'm looking at all the questions I have for you, and I realize that my questions involve. I don't understand how time works. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! Well, uh, then this so would, I, I guess this would be a I don't really. Understand I mean, how time works. I mean, I feel you. Trust me. I have to have like Rube Goldbergian like interconnected networks of alarms and reminders to to help. Like, hey Ray, remember uh, time is a thing and it's constantly passing. Um, otherwise, I don't get anything done. Um, so I completely understand <laughs> not knowing how to manage time and not understanding how time works. I'm just completely and totally, I've seen people refer to it as time blind. Like, yeah, you that's have a good. No concept of how much time has passed or how little time has passed. Like yep. you could be, you could sit me down and be like, I'll be back in five minutes, disappear for two hours. And at about the 45 minute mark, I'd be like, I think... I think yeah. they've been gone a while. Yeah. But then I'd be like... Especially if I'm, like, in the middle of something, too. Yeah. Because then I'd, I'm like, oh, okay. And then I I look up, and it's, like, an hour later. I'm like, hey, weren't they supposed to be back? Yeah, and you, you could sit me down and be like, I'll be back in five minutes, and be gone for 30 seconds. And I would be like, oh, that five minutes passed really quickly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no concept of time at all. None uh-huh. whatsoever, which... Yeah. It had caused me no end of grief in my young life because my mother is literally a clock. So <laughs> it was not until like my adult life where I was just like, Mom, I don't live in the time stream. <laughs> I turn <laughs> up to side of time. Right, like I turn Ugh. up to things on time because I have a phone. <laughs> yeah, that's literally the only thing keeping me from just total anarchy. Total anarchy. So I have a phone that every now and then goes 
Boo-doo-doot. And I'm like, oh, what? Yeah. Oh, right. But, like, I'm constantly fidgeting <laughs> oh, shit, it's with it. it's 5 o'clock, okay. Yeah, but I'm also constantly fidgeting with it, too, so I can see that it's, like, 2.30 all the yeah. time. It's not, like, the, the thing that keeps track of time is not out of sight. But anyway. There are, there are days when I'll, like, like, I swear to God, the whole day is... All right, time to wake up. Take your take your effects here. All right, cool. And then like ten minutes later, okay, time to take your evening effects here. I'm like, what the fuck? What happened? Yeah, it's seven. What the fuck? Okay. Yeah. But yeah, time is uh, time. Time keeps on slipping, slipping, slipping into the future. To the future. Anyway, how do you? Yeah, keep... I'm running episodes and one shots <laughs> all about the time management. Yeah, huh? yeah. How do you keep? I guess we'll we'll begin with. Um probably the thing I have the hardest time with is how do you keep the thought, like the concept contained to one session? Um, I feel like this uh, running one shots kind of comes from um, my background writing, like short fiction and, and short stories. The idea behind the one shot or the, the single episode is you, you kind of have to stop planning and stop thinking about it at a certain time and unfortunately like it's going to depend on especially if you're like me and monica where you exist outside the time stream so it's going to come down to like just practice and knowing i can fit this many combats and this many like scenes of interaction into a two-hour block for me personally like um for keeping just the one thought it's i mean it's coming down to like just thinking of like thinking of just the the simple gimmick. I think in like the very first episode, I was talking about how I have to have something gimmicky at the core of the game, or I can't feel anything. <laughs> and that's and that's the the heart of the one shot is is the con- is the complete gimmick of you're all bards. This is you're all in a band, and we're just gonna run a we're gonna run a quote unquote dungeon, which is really like you know a rival band trying to steal your gig. But we're all we're gonna do that all in one episode. So it has to be, you know, something that they could confront and either overcome or fail to overcome within a single session. So like, you know, the if you're talking about it like from the point of view of like structuring a fake game or structuring like an apocalypse world game, you're not going for like the arc, you're not going for the season long, you're just looking for like a single like basically the encounter arc. Um, and and it's uh, it can be kind of a tricky thing to to manage, but you, the the best advice I can give is to start as close to the action as possible. Much like in writing short stories, you want to start like that instead of like okay, you start in, a, in and you guys meet meet each other, and then this guy gives you a job, and then you guys go to the dungeon, and then you find a, you have to start like okay. You guys were there, and you talked to uh, Fuckface McNailbat, and you had to go find my brother in this abandoned Nailbat warehouse, and we start at the Nailbat warehouse where the uh, Crest Punk Goblins have you surrounded rolling it. Like, you have to start, like, as soon as possible. I don't know if that helps you. Yeah, I mean, it does, kind of, because I yelled at you a lot. I yelled, or not at you, like, I wasn't scolding you, but, like, yelling in general. Um, in our last session about structure, 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 structure. So this is sort of the same thing. It's just structured yeah. differently. Yeah, um, it's on a much smaller scale. Yeah, because I was, like, your, your bard concept about, like, your bards, the dungeon is about all the bands, whatever. And I'm like, 
I could make that last three or four sessions. You could, yeah. but you can't. <laughs> That's the trick. What if you could only focus on one of those sessions? What would be the most kick-ass session that you could think of? And start right before that happens. All right. I guess I my, my follow-up question on that line is, how do small thoughts? I don't know. <laughs> how do small thoughts? <laughs> I guess, I guess um, if you have trouble with this because you start with the big thoughts... Um, hone in on one or two of the aspects of the big thoughts that make you the most excited. Like if you're like, oh, and then I can't wait for them to get to this part. See if there's some way to just start them at that part. Sometimes that involves like, oh, because there's been this buildup and now they're being betrayed and oh, and it's hard that you can't, you can't start right before your trusted ally betrays you because there's not as much punch to it. But you know, you can think about like the encounter that gets you excited or the, or the set piece that makes you the most excited and try to start right there as opposed to giving them a whole campaign to build up to it so you so zoom in on one small thought that's connected to your big thoughts so if this were a a game of microscope you're like focus in on the individual scene rather than the whole timeline have you played microscope or messed around microscope i don't know what that is you don't know what that is tell me microscope is super cool so i guess we're gonna have another drive-through rpg link i suppose i hope it's up on drive-through is an indie game um where uh, it's literally like a setting builder. Like, I guess it's a game, but I'd really rather use it to, like, build ideas. Um, and you create a world and a narrative, and that's the game. And, like, you, <sighs> you line up index cards that is the timeline of your plot's history. Uh, like... Oh, cool. And then you zoom in and out as you want. Like, you can you have a beginning and an end, like the beginning of the world, the end of the world, or whatever. Um, or whatever this this thing you're trying to create is, okay. and then you fill in the the middle points based on the game's structural like narrative mechanics, um, all the way down to like you can zoom in into individual scenes where like you know uh, the werewolf chieftain is making a pact with the vampire prince, right? Like, and then you somebody plays like the vampire, somebody plays the werewolf. Uh, somebody plays another character in the scene, and then anybody else who's participating can play time, which oh. is like uh, the shit that that comes up during this parlay. But but when you zoom into the individual scene, you're you're specifically answering a question, like how does the parlay between the vampire prince and the werewolf chieftain play out mm, like that's, that's really the question, cool, and you have to answer the question, and you play until you've reached what you think is the satisfactory answer. That's a really great way to, to think of, yeah, This is that's the perfect example for like trying to keep your thoughts small. Um, when you're running a one-shot or a two-shot or whatever, you want to keep your question, like the, the question from, from the dialing in on the scene in Microscope, you want to keep your question pretty punchy and easy to answer. Like, will the band of bards stop this rival band from sabotaging their gig that's a pretty like okay you could you could cover that in one night that's right, uh, yeah. okay yes or no do they right if you if this were a campaign it would be like will they be able to manage the bad pr will they be able to find out who's been sabotaging them right or, you know it can it can go on for you, you can you know a, fractal it off and all these other questions a campaign is essentially a, an infinite number of questions being answered on a yeah. much longer timeline yeah okay okay i get that so my my next question, and here are all my like I don't live in time questions. Uh, <laughs> how do you running out of time? 
Uh, I find that I, I do this a lot where like I get set up and then I get too caught up in I don't know something or I let somebody role play something stupid for too long or whatever and then <laughs> yeah. and then I'm running um, out of time. Well there's only so much you can do to keep your players from role playing something that seems dumb. Especially if it's well, a one shot. Like Sometimes like they want to interact with something that I'm doing. Like they want to have an argument with the band manager and I'm th- and then I get all caught up in like being the band manager and then I'm like <laughs> I'm not watching the clock because I'm like you know, I'm I am you know, pretending to smoke a cigarette and yelling at him and like, you know, <laughs> Um, one of the things you can do, um, there's a couple of different ways you can try to structure an episode, but it is, uh, like going back to the campaign, it's all about, it's all about that structure, but you've got to keep it on the micro level as opposed to the macro level. You've got your set pieces, but they have to be for tonight. So I would have, um, I, I actually use like three or four act like format to like outline the game. Like, okay, act one. You get to fuck Facebook McNailbat's warehouse. You find the Crest Punk Goblins. Now they have to deal with the Crest Punk Goblins. And then Act 2, there could be, like, maybe three paths there. Like, okay, they fought them, and they or they it was a it was a success or a mixed success or a failure with the Crest Punk Goblins. And where do those lead? But then those those can lead into, like, basically just one outcome that's colored however, you know, however they handled the, the previous act. So I try to keep it like simple and I try to keep it moving and as long as I know okay we have to at some point get to act two okay we have to at some point get to act three it's easier for me to like have that in the back of my mind so when they're like no I want to I want to talk to I want to convince fuckfakers make nail bat to come with us and now they want to role play this out for the next 15 minutes I know in the back of my head okay but we do need to get to act two so then I can make a call to be like okay you know in my mind I'm thinking I didn't plan for this I'll have to rewrite this character and say he's a real pushover and he says, yo, okay, and he comes with them. Or or he suddenly keels over from a heart attack. Or, you know, like, it, it, you know, with something, to, to, I gotta keep it moving. We gotta, or, we gotta, we're on a schedule. You know, we're we, on a bus we, schedule. We, we cut out away from, sure, you can convince him, but just roll for it or whatever. Yeah, yeah. and we'll montage it. Like, it's animated and, you know, there's wacky music in the background and eventually, yes, you convince him and he's coming now. So you, it's, it's about, like, keeping your set pieces in mind and knowing like, okay, I have to keep this tour bus going. <laughs> okay. So, so related again to living outside the time frame, my cat is ripping up something in the hallway outside the door. Is it, wait, is it, she is it Max? No, oh, no, it's Morgana. Oh, I know it's Morgana. Henry's like, can you just let her in the room? <sighs> <laughs> I know you're in there. <sighs> Hang on. Now she's trapped in here with me. Who's oh, gonna no, Im- the horror. Who's gonna immediately want to get let out because she's a cat. <laughs> All right. So how do you yes. how do you wrap up if you're if you you know you're running in a two hour time slot and you are three fourths the way through at the one forty five mark and you are not done. Ooh, that gets oh that gets tricky. Um, <laughs> at that point you got to start like keeping an eye out for like okay I need a backup plan for where to end this. Where's a cool place to end this? Are there any threads I can pull in right now and end this like a little ahead of schedule? Like if you are, if your act four was a, you know, you were planning to fight the rust dragon at the bottom of the warehouse, but they're still in act three trying to rescue the crust punk priestess from, (laughs) I don't know, I'm just 
fucking whatever and they're still in act three it's like okay well shit they, they still aren't to the dragon have the dragon fucking just bust in on them suddenly like okay act four is here like <laughs> okay time to go or if it's like oh shit you really lost track of time and oh we only have 10 minutes until my time slot is up um find a way to kind of like if you're in the middle of something dramatic hopefully find a way to like kind of end it on a kind of end it on a dark moment if you want uh i i the first thing that comes to mind is like the ending of the sopranos but obviously don't like disappoint your players like they show it up to play this game specifically with you you want to make sure they have a good like attitude about it when they leave but you're gonna you're gonna basically gonna have to be thinking on your feet and and looking at the set pieces you already have and seeing if there's ways you can incorporate the ones you haven't used yet to bring it to like a really punchy memorable ending that the players are gonna like really look back on fondly like oh like it doesn't necessarily have to go their way but it should still be really fucking badass and that's that's gonna be hard to pull off if you've only got ten minutes left though. So try to keep an eye on the time. Yeah, I, <laughs> what happens to me sometimes is that I get really caught up in stuff, and then I, I look down and I realize I've got fifteen minutes left. Yeah, uh, you know I'm not at Act Four or during the last fight if I'm running for a module or whatever. I mean, while we're talking about like having the Rube Goldbergian network of alarms, you can set reminders on your phone. Like if you know, okay, I only have two hours to do this like half hour through be like okay we should be at this part like on your phone pops up yeah. you know an hour later okay we should be at this part pops up so you know like okay anyway so we montage through whatever the hell you guys are trying to make me do and now we're in act three and you hear the rumblings of the rust dragon below you yeah the the like you only have so much time left from the original mario like plays in my head oh shit <laughs> so how much planning would you say goes into keeping it short ah, that's such a weird way to ask because i try to keep as little planning into it as possible right. well, like I'll... you asked me how much planning goes into to, to making it long which i was like i oh, kind yeah, of was like <laughs> <laughs> no, no there you go yeah uh but I'm I'm like kind of the opposite of you. Like I really like outlines, so I. Um, so you probably I'll have like, more to keep it short than I do to make it long. I guess so. Yeah, especially when you know, like you have to keep on schedule if you want this to be a one shot. You you kind of you have to make sure that you're hitting those marks at the right time, or you're not going to be able to complete your story. Um, I I'll yeah. If it's a if it's a one shot, I could spend. I guess I could spend like the better part of like like a work shift like working on like different little lights oh this beat should be they fight the rust dragon and you know like i'll, I'll maybe like throw some stats down for it but there's you know a, a good chunk of time is is put into trying to keep it short <laughs> as opposed to keeping it long because when you keep it long it's like i mean you don't have a deadline really you don't have to keep it in a container yeah. So if you're like, oh shit, we ran long because you guys were like bargaining with fuckface McNeil Bat, so it's fine. We'll we'll pick this up next week. But if you're like on a one shot, it's like, oh fuck, <laughs> this whole game ended up being the fuckface McNeil Bat show, much like this episode. Yeah, this episode's really fuckface heavy. Fuckface heavy, yeah. <laughs> uh, so so um, so you okay? So like when you're running a long campaign. I find that the appeal of that is that you have like unlimited space to play to see what happens. Mm -hmm. Like I don't spend time obsessively building and planning. 
I write a dossier of things you need to know, like maybe character creation specifics. Here's the hook. Here's where you start, like a real structured beginning. And then from there, the appeal for me for a long game is like, well, then I get to see an infinite amount of possibility come out of my players based on the parameters that I set at the beginning. Yeah. So I like those stupid memes that are like being GM is like buying your players an expensive cat tree and then watching them play with the box. And if you're, I'm like, if you're doing that, <laughs> you're doing it wrong. You cat tree was too expensive. The cat tree was too expensive. <laughs> you spent too much money on it and you took too long assembling it when really you should have just put the pieces out and seen which ones they played with. And then if they hop in the box, then you jump in the box with them. Yeah, like, and you're like, okay, great. And you write, you know, Fort Asshole on right, the side of the box. Right, you write Fort Asshole on the side of the box and you know that's what we're <laughs> playing with now. But, but, you, but like, that also assumes that when you assembled your cat tree, I'm really running with this metaphor, that you didn't realize it came in a box. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that, that assumes that you know nothing about cats, cats or, too, their or their relationship with boxes. with boxes. And when you are running a game, you do in fact know that like you will create something and that people will interact with it. You didn't know that it like you can't possibly build a beginning hook and then be surprised when your players play with everything that's there, including the box it came in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so by that token, do you think it's better to more micromanage a short game because a short game has a very definitive goal, which is answer this question, solve this plot hook, whatever, so that you can actually fine tune that a whole lot more and also maybe expect a good bit more cooperation because like the buy-in is we are bards doing this bardic adventure, rust dragon, crust punk goblins, etc. <laughs> uh, I've I've actually I've kind of gone both ways. I've gone with like like hyper micromanaging and all right, open ended. Like here's the hook. Let's just try this out for two sessions. Um, I had more thematic success with micromanaging, obviously, because then I feel like okay, we we're all on the same page here. Like we're all like the 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 bard game was was really the 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 most micromanaging I did when I was like okay you guys are all bards you all have to be different colleges um the idea is you're all in a band but you all represent different musical like flavors um and that was that was the most micromanaging that I really that I really did for for a, a short term game um uh, but yeah I I did have a lot more success with that than I did with the other ones which were like oh let's just play a modern game anything goes <laughs> and then it was like okay because i have the kind of players that are like oh really then i'm playing a lizard man doctor running my clinic out of the sewer it's like oh great okay cool i probably should have uh probably should have uh, put some stipulations on that uh but yeah i uh i would recommend like not not obsessively detailing it because it's just you know one or two episodes but if there's um any part where you're like, man, I hope no one plays a lizard man doctor running a clinic out of the sewer. Make sure that everyone knows, like, only these races, only these classes. Like, especially, like, for me, I like really quirky one-shots, so that might be built into the idea that I had. Like, okay, well, we're all playing kobolds trying to keep adventurers out of our dungeon. So right away, that that speaks to, like, okay, you, you're all kobolds. You're all like low level, like adventure, like shitty adventurer style, and you're all based in this dungeon. So don't be like, but my kobold lives from over here because that's stupid. Because <laughs> you're all in the same place. Um, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, with with running the very short form stuff, I, I recommend 
having more structure um, than just like I don't know. I'm yeah. I'm kind of I'm losing my train of no, thought I, on this I one. Got you. I, from yeah. yeah, well, I think we're on the same page. If you are going to create something that's deeply detailed, like I think if you want to be the like we run my story, you should do it short form, not long form. Yeah. Yeah. Like, cause I feel like I, there's, I, but the, there's people like you, on the, on the... you shouldn't do that really, but <laughs> I keep talking over you. Sorry. That's okay. Um, one of the reasons why I like one shots, like f- counter to, to you're talking about like, Oh, campaigns. It's about, you know, playing to see what happens and you have like this infinite space for possibility. Um, I like one shots because I feel like there's far fewer consequences for fucking it up. If, unless you're, you know, if you're running for friends and it's like, ah, we'll just see each other like another week, another two weeks. A one shot is like, you want to do something stupid? Yeah, let's just run like a two episode thing where we're all kobolds. <laughs> and then if it's shitty, it's like, all right, it's just two episodes. We did that. Okay, let's move on. So I feel like it's, you have more freedom to explore that stuff because you're not really committing to like this long form story that everyone has to put all this energy into. So like, um, so how much time do you think you need to run a one shot? And also you keep saying one or two sessions. Would you consider a two session event one shot still? Yeah. Yeah. I kind of lump it in there. Like if, if it's like three sessions or more, it's like, Oh, you got a campaign. Oh, that's great. <laughs> but one or one or two episodes is, is pretty good for, for me. Like I still consider that a one shot. Um, how what was your question yeah, how, how much, much time sorry like actual minutes and seconds and hours like do you run for two hours do you run for four i i try to plan for um two hours of content but i'm also someone with the our, our table group meets from about 6 30 to 9 30 and the first hour is always bullshitting our group does the same except it's like it's supposed to be 6 30 it was like 7 to 9 is usually yeah. the, the deal um, yeah, someone's always late, and then there's bullshitting, and there's eating food. So you got about two hours. Uh, so yeah, I'll, I'll try to plan it for like, okay, I got two hours to do this, and I've already found like, like in in D and D fifth edition, two hours I can get about four pretty good combat encounters in there, like level appropriate. Um, and that's that's like the three three like standard combat combat encounters, and then one like, oh, it's the boss kind of encounter. Okay. Um, and but that doesn't like that's I have to be careful with my dungeon planning. Like if it's an actual like a like a dungeon dungeon, I have to make sure that it's not too big and not too complicated, and that there's not a whole lot of backtracking to solve puzzles. So you kind of have to think like you kind of have to put the the dungeoning experience like on um what's what's the word for the escalator? But it's all horizontal. Uh, the people mover. The yeah no people movers are like the little like beep beeps that they ride in Walmart. No, they're the flat escalators. Yeah, you gotta kind of gotta put your 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 dungeon exploration on a flat escalator. Okay, we'll call it a flat escalator. <laughs> flat escalator broken temporarily floor. <laughs> Sorry for the convenience. Every time I go to open my Prepridge Farm rye bread in the morning, I miss Mitch Hedberg. Did you ever listen to Mitch Hedberg stuff? I did listen to Mitch Hedberg stuff. <sighs> Every time I open that damn bread, I hear his voice going, you open it once and it still ain't open. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I miss him so much. <laughs> uh, addiction sucks. Uh, drugs are a hell of a drug. Drugs are a hell of a drug. Yeah. But, uh, so you got yeah, anything I, else you want to add? <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, two hours, set pieces, Yep. index cards, okay. planet, uh, time, use the... 
No, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of breath. Okay. Ugh. All right. Okay. Well, if you are looking for more content, uh, we've got blog posts and such. A blog. Yeah, we haven't been very good about updating our blog. B L A W with an umlaut. Oh, okay. G. Okay. Yeah. Blog. Um, blog. Yeah. Occasionally we will update the blog, but if you want to listen to our other episodes, they are all available on bonusexp.wordpress.com. Um, you bonusexpcast.wordpress.com. Right. Yeah, it's literally in front. I can't. I can't. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're. I'm, I'm all like tired and nasally yeah. <laughs> you're just like brain, brain do the goo. word thing my with brain reading eyes is liquid um but we are also now everywhere you can find podcasts we are on itunes we're on google play and we are on stitcher we're on stitcher yeah, i just realized that the word sex is in our url <laughs> oh man yeah if you want to send us some fan mail uh, we'd love to hear from you. We will do all kinds of things for you. That's not true. Um, we will we'll definitely read anything you send us. Um, we welcome your polite and engaged feedback. And that's uh, bonusexpcast at gmail.com. <laughs> We're also bonusexpcast at Twitter. Yep. Uh, things you can fan mail us. We would happily answer GM advice questions. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. We want to hear about your campaigns. Uh, mm-hmm, we would like mm-hmm. to hear about your characters. Yes, I uh, we love would it. like pictures of your pets. Yeah, absolutely. Every pet, even if you've got like the the what other people would call icky pets, I like pictures of tarantulas and snakes. Yes, tarantulas I think they're and really snakes. cool. Too many legs, not enough legs. I love it. Yeah. Uh, if you want to follow me, I am at Zenith Sun on Twitter. If you want to follow me, I'm at ray underscore cole that's where we live on the internet <laughs> it's my internet home yeah i think uh, that's it yeah i think that's it everybody that. get out all right bye change it if you want to <laughs>